Group. You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Hi, everyone. I'm here today with Shannon, and I wanted to start by getting her to introduce herself. I met Shannon through Kelly, and she was a volunteer with us for a different project. Really cool to have you on the show today with us. Hi, Shannon. Hi. Hi, Sky. <laughs> How is it going? Um, yeah, it's going well. So I'm Shannon. I go to an international school. I'm in grade 11, so I graduate next year. So you graduate yeah, next year. Very exciting. Which means that you are in your last year. You're going to go into your last year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, what exams do you take in your last year? So, because I go to like the American system, so it's like APs. So, I would be taking the SATs this year and some AP like external exams. Cool. Shannon, yeah. have you always gone through the American system here in Hong Kong? Did you grow up here? Yeah. So, I was born in Hong Kong. And then my family went to Shenzhen, so I went to kindergarten there. But it was still like an international school. And then I came back to Hong Kong for like primary school, and yeah. Oh wow! Do you remember mm-hmm. your time in Shenzhen? Yeah, it was pretty briefly, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty nice because some of my friends from kindergarten actually also came to Hong Kong, so I still keep in touch with some of them. Oh, that's really nice. And how did you find living in Shenzhen compared to? I think in Shenzhen, everything was just less rushed, and everyone was like calmer. Because Hong Kong is like everyone's like kind of in a rush. Mm. So do yeah. you did you also mostly speak English because of the school that you went to, or did you also speak Mandarin? Oh, so at home we speak Mandarin, but yeah, I've like grown up learning English. Cool. So do you also speak Cantonese now that you're living in Hong Kong? Yeah. So I speak Mandarin like with my. Mom and dad, and then I speak Cantonese with my grandparents. So yeah, <laughs> and then English with other people. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's uh, quite complicated. I am imagining family dinners to have multiple oh, yeah. languages going on. How does everyone understand each other at the dinner table? So if we have like huge family gatherings, we speak Cantonese. Like our whole conversations in Cantonese. But then, because I usually sit next to my parents, so then we would. Speak in Mandarin and like quietly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, do you have siblings that you will then revert to English in? No, I don't have siblings, sadly. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're an only child. I am. Yeah. Welcome to the party. I am too. Yeah. I think there's quite I've a few of us. I've been asking my parents if they can <laughs> adopt an older brother because I really want an older brother. <laughs> you really want an older brother. So yeah, at this I point really in time, you want them to adopt. So how old will your older brother need to have to be? I have no idea, but my mom was like. Nope. <laughs> you know that you could probably find uh, an an older guy that you really look up to, somebody who's a role model, and ask them to adopt you as their little sister. Oh yeah, that's that's true. You know, like a, a godparent, but like a godbrother. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> so, so Shannon, now that you you just mentioned that you were going through the American system, how different is that yeah. from? I mean, most of us who grew up in Hong Kong, we take the DSC. Mm-hmm. How how different is the AP and SAT compared to the DSC? Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what the DSC is like, but basically, before I transferred schools last year, so I did the IB, and from what I've heard, the DSC is more similar to the IB. Okay. But yeah, for AP, it's kind of different in a way that we would have external exams at the end of every year and not two years. Oh, I see. Okay. So mm-hmm. every year you will have a final exam. Yeah, and so every single year we would do different subjects. So like for me this year, my higher levels, so like my APs are economics, English, and statistics. So after I take my final exam this year, I would do different higher levels next year. Oh, so when it comes to getting into universities, are they looking mm-hmm. at your AP scores every year, or do they just look at one other exam? Oh, I think for me, I want to apply to the US. So for the US, I think they look. It's more of a holistic approach. So they look at you know your grades, your extracurriculars, but mm-hmm. also the APs and the SAT scores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So do you think having exams every year that matter and count mm-hmm. towards your final grade? Do you think that you prefer that or just one final exam at the end of high school year that you know determines it all? Oh, I definitely prefer like having multiple because yeah, I think with just one, it's a lot of pressure. Mm, yeah, I. I So I guess if you fail one year and then the next year you do better, it's mm-hmm. okay. Like ultimately, it won't affect you as much. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, would you recommend people to take the AP or go into a school that offers AP system as opposed to others? I think I like. I personally like it more just because I can do more subjects that I'm interested in as mm. opposed to just sticking to a couple. Okay. So they don't restrict yeah. you. You can take lots of different subjects. Yeah. So I would in total, I was doing like multiple higher levels. So it's I can kind of explore more of my interests in some ways. Yeah. That's cool. So what is a subject matter that you Picked because you wanted to find out more about it, and it ended up being very different to what you thought. So I'm taking econ this year, mm-hmm. and I always knew I wanted to take it, but I just didn't expect myself to like it as much as I do. Just because both my parents are in accounting and their jobs don't look <laughs> that interesting, so yeah, I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> that you actually enjoyed the subject. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, so speaking of school, yeah, during this time. What does school look like for you on a regular day now? Yeah, so basically, I still wake up pretty, oh, like a bit later, but like around seven thirty-eight, and then I basically my schedule just looks like a normal school schedule. Okay. But our classes now are either on Zoom or like a pre-recorded video by our teacher, and then we just watch it by ourselves. Right. And are your cameras all switched on, and everybody's watching each other like you would in a classroom? Um, yeah, for most. Most of my classes, that's the case, but there are some that they don't really require it, so we don't turn on our cameras. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are you able to focus? You know, with this type of learning in this time. Honestly, I think not really. Like, I think it's really easy to be distracted. What kind of things are distracting? Oh, I don't know. Because, for example, if we have a Zoom call, we can easily open like another tab or like go on social media, and the teacher wouldn't know. And if it's 
it's just watching like pre-recorded video. It's a lot harder to focus because we're like at home and the teacher can't really see you. <laughs> so in a way, it's kind of like you can do whatever you want, mm -hmm. you know, while watching your videos and while being in class at this time. Yeah. Do you think that this is your ideal way of learning? Because you know how sometimes they say that lots mm -hmm. of different people learn different ways, right? Is this something yeah. that you feel works for most young people like yourself? I think it doesn't really work for me because I'm someone that can't really like sit still. And so if I'm watching a pre-recorded lecture or something, I would pause every 10 minutes and like get up. And so it's just a lot harder for me to get through a lesson compared to if I was like at school and the teacher was watching me and I was like sitting down. I see. Yeah, I guess that mm -hmm. makes sense because somebody is, you know, kind of keeping you accountable when you're in school and in a classroom. At the very least, yeah. the peers are also doing that, whereas at home, you don't have that as much. Thanks for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. See you next time.